I would like to extend condolences to Kay and her family, the brothers and sisters of, of Michael, of course, on this day, as we at the, here at the college also go through our own mourning, uh, the loss of one who is a colleague, a tutor, a fellow member of the staff. We suffer in sorrow at the loss of a loved one, but the church at this time of year gives us signs of God's love and joy also, joy for us at this time of Easter. We suffer in sorrow at this moment for the loss of someone whom we love, a friend, a colleague, a brother, a son. But the church presents us with Christ risen from the dead to comfort us in our sorrow. The church shows us signs of hope. The altar, the paschal candle, the sign of Christ's resurrection. And in the readings, we see the same, this witness of the church to the resurrection from the dead. The book of Isaiah reminds us that God will destroy death forever. And in other places in the Old Testament, we read, many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake from Daniel. And then we have the reading from Job that reminds us that even from our flesh, we will see God. And then in the later part of the, New Test of the Old Testament, just 150 years before our Lord, we have the soldiers in the book of Maccabees, the second book of Maccabees, who paid for an offering sacrifice for their dead comrades because they believed in the resurrection. Jesus, in the gospel, tells of his passion and death and resurrection in different places. A number of times he repeats the prediction of his passion, death, and resurrection. And the reason for that seems to be that he wants to impress upon his disciples and to impress us also how important this was for him and for us, his passion, his death, and his resurrection. The evangelists understood this and so they included these predictions and their fulfillment in the Gospels. And so both the Old and the New Testament bear witness to the resurrection. The church's liturgy also reminds us of that. Easter, which we celebrated recently, is the day which we recall as the day of the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. And in the liturgy of the year, church's year, it is the highest of all the feasts, the most important of all. And we celebrate this in the liturgy for 50 days, from the Easter Sunday to Pentecost Sunday. 
And the reason for this is so that we too may be impressed by this great hope that is held out to us, that, Je- that what Jesus accomplished is also for, on, for us, that it is something that, not is, that does not only affect him, but affects us. From the resurrection of Jesus, we learn a new perspective on our present life as well. The example of Jesus shows us, above all, that Jesus could have claimed immunity from death because of his innocence. He was not guilty of any sin, but he did not consider his innocence nor his equality with God. But he bore our sins on the cross. He took upon himself our guilt. He died and was buried. Like the grain of wheat, he died willingly, accepting death. But in that way, he also canceled the debt due to our sins. And so he was glorified by God in rising from the dead, as St. Paul reminds us in the reading also, that we too might live in newness of life. Just about five years ago, or no, it's more than that, seven years ago, we, there was the death of Pope John Paul II, Blessed John Paul II. And just before his death, Pope John Paul prepared a message for Divine Mercy Sunday, which was the day after he, he died in that year. We celebrated Divine Mercy Sunday just this week. In this last message to the world, Blessed John Paul said, As a gift to humanity, the risen Lord offers his love that pardons, reconciles, and reopens hearts to love. It is a love that converts hearts and gives peace. Jesus, in the Gospel, for this past Sunday, said more than once, peace be with you. Peace. This is the message of Jesus. It is the message for us as we reflect upon the passing of our our friend, brother, tutor, colleague, son, Michael. Peace be with you. And then these words of today's gospel, whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. Jesus gives us the example of detachment from this life by offering his own life in obedience to his Father. By our gift of self to others, by losing our life for others, whether it is in the life of a, of a tutor or any other way of life, we imitate Christ. Let us pray for Michael that
that just as he was baptized into Christ's death, he may also rise to newness of life. Let us pray also for ourselves that we may know the depths of Christ's love, that we may know Christ's peace, the love that converts hearts, and the peace the world cannot give. <laughs>